Okay, so the drink of the night for me, because I know Tusu, you have your separate drink, one of our co-hosts here, um, with the help of my cousin Benny here. Um, this drink, I'm going to call it Trial Me Not. <laughs> Trial Me Not. Like Try Me Not? Okay. Um, it's a concoction of Malibu Black, Hennessy, um, pineapple juice, pineapples, strawberries, <laughs> ginger ale, <laughs> tropical punch, and um, a hint of cranberry. So we both came up with this together. I'm very um, proud of this drink, Trial Me Not. And that's what I'll be sipping on tonight. Tutu, you want to explain your cocktail? Well, great minds think alike. Hi, everybody. Hey, babe. Good to speak to you again. Um, so mine is called Testy Trials because boy has it been <laughs> trial upon trial. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you know what? When trial comes back to back like that, it only means something greater is coming. So I called mine Testy Trial because I've been a little testy. Yeah. And here's how I look at it. When you're testy, that means you're about to give birth to a testimony. Go ahead. So that is on its way. So I just call it mm -hmm. testy trial because mm -hmm. those trials that have been coming back to back, they're making me a little testy. But I'll explain what's in mine. It's very simple. Just threw together. Um, it's Jose Cuervo tequila, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's also Jose Cuervo sparkling margarita mix. Girl, go ahead. And you're probably wondering why it's this color. Well, I also added <laughs> Simply Lemonade and about one shot of red wine. You know, noir to me, exactly. Girl, you so, is, so that's more of a sangria. It's sangria-ish, but it's like very creative. But that's what we do. That's a cocktail. It is definitely a sangria because you know sangria has the good balance of the the wine plus the liquor plus the juices and so it's all it's all testy in there, but it's it tastes really good. Okay. That's what I'm sipping on tonight. Testy trials. Shay, okay, what's it? Shay, what you sipping on, girl? Oh. Yes, honey. Okay. I didn't Oh, I thought you had a fifth. Seagrams and water. Responsible drinking. You make me feel like an alcoholic. Oh, alcoholics go to me. Okay. You were drunk. Okay. All right, guys. So, listen. Um, I know the the topic in, of discussion is a little loaded tonight, so let's just touch on each one, kind of like a little thoroughly, but not too long. Too long, yeah. <laughs> um, so the first one that we want to discuss, um, and anyone you know after me in April um, talks about this, feel free to share any trials, um, and anything you've overcome, whatever testimony you have, um, because you know the testimony comes after the trial. So, what trial we went through current, like recently, last month, was COVID. With us, ugly self. Okay, so April and I, cousins as well as roommates, we contracted COVID at the same time. And I can tell you right now, that was definitely an eye opener mm -hmm. because 
I mean, despite everyone, you know, saying it's this, it's that, it's not this, it's not that. When you experience it firsthand, yeah, yeah it's it's a it's, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, whole different ballgame. Um, everybody feel like they don't want to believe that this is real and it's out there and it can affect you in so many ways. Oh no, this is oh, it's man made. Okay, but it's real. It's happening. So I you mean, have to be cautious. You got to be careful. And and sit down, cause to be honest with you, you don't need to be doing nothing right now around all these people, and you don't know how to protect yourself because this is serious, especially for our elders and the kids. Like, it's it's worse for them yeah. than it is for us right now. So it's like we, that might not really do a lot for it. May not like some people probably let it pass and don't even know they've had it. Yeah, but. Asymptomatic, or even if you've had it, you had like cell, like you had like light symptoms, like a like cold, like cold symptoms for like a so week light or symptoms, something. Basically, but you have to understand it's even if you're healthy and it doesn't do anything like traumatic to your immune system, um, or health, you can still be con- you know spreading it to mm-hmm. someone that it can be more fatal for. So yeah. you just have to really be diligent. Like what we did was we had like headaches. Um, at the same time, we were experiencing migraines and headaches. Her fever, she had a fever. I never had a fever. Mm-hmm. But because April's in the medical field, right, she took it like a precaution. Like within 24 hours of having a headache, she went to get tested. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have. You understand what I'm saying? So awareness is, is big. Like we have to create awareness. That's why I wanted to have this conversation with guys, with people today. Because um, I can tell you right now, there's no 100% percent foolproof way to not contract it because we were always masked up we were always careful in mm-hmm. our cars we have gloves we have extra masks sanitizers, we have sanitizers sprays, sprays. in every car we were traveling on a saturday together to you know different locations but we were still protected everyone is still traveling everyone is still going to the grocery store Mm-hmm. As we did. Everyone is still going to Walgreens to pick something up, as we did. Mm-hmm. So we did not do anything out of the ordinary that we normally don't do. I will say we did visit the hospital. I feel like like my gut is telling me that's where it happened, but you never really know. Mm-hmm. Um to, to see a family member in a hospital but that Saturday night. Go inside yeah, but me and you shared beverages and we, we Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So okay. yeah. Um if, um, at the end of the day, um, the next day, like 12 hours later, is when symptoms happen. I know this because everyone that we were around, we had to let them know to go get tested. The co-hosts here were, were alerted. My cousin was alerted as well. So we had to let everyone, and it did feel like we were telling everybody we have an STD or something like that. Like it was so, it was such an awkward conversation, but we had to do it because mm-hmm. that's what responsible people do and people that care for you do. Um... But yeah, so thank God everybody responded fast. But you have, but no one that we were like around per se. Well, but anyway, came in, <laughs> came became. We don't know if they came in contact with us, but like else, I'm gonna so. say, 97 percent of the people we were around the past two weeks tested negative, mm-hmm. and we feel like the three percent that tested positive was an isolated situation. Because it was just at the same exact time, me and her got that symptom. And we were together that night. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning. And we shared food and drinks and stuff like in our house. So we were thinking it, something happened outside the house that night. 
So when they say two, like what they say, like how what's the time frame up to fourteen days before you get a symptom? Yeah, I'm that's telling y'all, not true. I'm telling y'all right now. Fourteen day incubation. Yeah, that's not. True. Yeah, Mm-mm. don't. It's mm-hmm. hey. Um. So uh, so she went and got tested. I went and got tested at the same time. Like a few days later, we found out we were positive. We let everyone know our symptoms. What were your symptoms? April were like fever, um, hair pressure, headache, and sore throat. Yes. Which the sore throat can't last that long. The fever only was a day, but continuously throughout the quarantine, I was having a lot of head pressure and headaches and tired. Fatigue, yeah. That's it. Like it hits you like mm-hmm. it, it knocks you. It, it literally kept hitting me at the same time every day, like between two and four p.m. Mm-hmm. Because I started having a like writing a journal down, and then I was like, okay. This is, like, really odd. Like, I'm getting tired. Like, in the afternoon to where I'm, like, slumping. Like, it's like that. And there's been a lot of advice to not give in to the virus when it makes you tired. Because Mm -hmm. it's like it wants you to be comfortable so it can settle in your lungs. So it can settle. So if you can just sit up, if anything. um, um, Sit up, if anything. um, Try not to sleep until it's time for you to go to bed. Like, maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. later. Like, 8, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever time you go to bed. Um, if you cannot, like, fight it off, like, there's energy, like, fruit energy drinks that you can intake. We don't suggest you really having a lot of juice or anything. Like, have a lot of water. Viruses hate hydration. Flush, flush, flush that virus. Drink a lot of water. You're supposed to be doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> get your immune system right. <laughs> get rid of the meat. Get rid of dairy. Mm-hmm. And boost your immune system with supplements. I know a lot of people don't believe in supplements, but it's time to wake up. I ain't even trying to, like, be funny. A lot of people do not believe in supplements. You have to understand medication is not preventative. It's not a preventative measure. Mm-mm. It's treating something that's already happened. Treating one thing. So what are you going to do prior to mm-hmm. something happening to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> get your, take your supplements. Zinc is, zinc is monumental. Um, and fighting, um, well, in boosting your immune system to fight the virus, um, we had a concoction, a turmeric juice concoction. Yeah. Um, black seed oil, um, a lot of supplements, prayer, morning, noon, and night. A support <laughs> system. In a support system. Lots of Very essential. Yeah. Very essential. Very. I don't know what your belief system is, but you're going to have to find something to believe in right now. Like, like this thing ain't going nowhere tomorrow, and mm-hmm. it ain't going nowhere next year. Mm-hmm. So wake up if you already are not being serious about this. Don't wait until you get a headache or a sore throat to be scared about going to get tested. Boost your immune system as much as you can. Don't waver on that. And set an example also if you have kids. Like, let them know, hey, um, this is this is important. Mm-hmm. Because I know, like, there's a couple of people I know that are trying to shield their children from this and it's more it's and i'm and you know it's to me it's more harmful than it's helping because they don't want to create a panic in their kids but i don't understand that i mean i don't have to be a parent to apply logic i'm not a parent i'm a parent like figure (laughs) but i i just don't understand it because you know these kids have strong immune systems they may never they may not even exude symptoms you understand? But they need to know to know the precaution. They need to know what they're facing. Not, you know, there's a way, I guess, to discuss it with them. Just just honestly, like, 
just be honest with everyone around you, especially your kids, because it's some conversations I've had and I've just been in awe. But anyway, moving on from that, um, you know, <laughs> this was, uh, so within 14, 15 days, we tested, um, not to go into like too many details, but we ended up getting our two negatives mm -hmm. in order to be clear, to get back to work and to get back to our regular lives. Regular lives, two, two negatives you are supposed to have after 14 days. Now, there are some people that need that. It takes more than 14 days. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, but you still just don't waver, don't falter from what... Doing what you need to do. To yeah. It get was, rid of it. It was challenging, I will tell you. My symptoms were... I mean, I had like a little more... Chest pain. I had a little more symptoms than she did. I had loss of appetite for five days, loss of smell. Um, I had chest... I had... um. Not chest pains per se, but it was more like um, my breathing was a little labored sometimes, like sporadically, and that was kind of for five days, two of the 14 days. Um, you know, headache. The headache went away right before the other weird symptoms came. So it was like first set of onset symptoms, headache and scratchy throat. That went away. I never had a fever. I never coughed. Um, and then the loss of appetite, loss of smell, loss of taste. Um, the chest, you know, the chest pain, like, well, the labor breathing, not yeah. chest pains, but, um, I did see that my body was responding really sensitively to like anything above a five on a stress scale. Like someone called me and they, you know, my family, one of my family members called me and they were so concerned. And they had this anxiety about everything. They were like, oh, we got it, we got it. So just even like listening to them, mm -hmm. it started to make my chest hurt. And it started to make my breathing labored a little. And normally I could take a call from them any day of the week. I just noticed that I was like my body was responding to stress like a little more like sensitive. Like it was more sensitive to it. Mm -hmm. So you have to eliminate all stress. But you know what's crazy? You know what the silver lining is? We need to do this anyway. We need to, we need to eat healthy. We need to eliminate stress. We need to pray more. Yeah. So that's why I found the silver lining in all of this. And then I always pray, God, use me to be a testimony for others. Or use me to help others, you know? Mm -hmm. And he never does things conventionally like how man would do it. And he did it. He's using us. He's using me. And I was like, in the middle of it, I laugh. Like, I'm going to say like, like halfway in the middle of having this COVID, I laughed because I was like, I did ask you to do this. I asked you to use me, God. And you are. And I can't complain. It, I mean, it could have went left. It could have been worse. You know, um, lost two family members within a month from COVID. So that, that's been hard. That's been really hard. And yeah. um, still going through it and it's, just to even be strong enough to tell you guys this, what to do, I mean, and to keep your head up. Because I can tell you, like, mental agility is, like, one of the top things about this thing. Like, it's something about you being spiritually strong and mentally, like, <laughs> agile that makes this virus easy to defeat. I can see how some that, like, I don't know, spiraled into anxiety. I could see how mm -hmm. it caused their symptoms to worsen and for things to be worse for them, hospital, hospitalization, or even worse. Mm -hmm. 
So that's the one thing I did notice as soon as like my body started to respond physically to stress, like even just like a thin hair of stress. Like I just saw, I was like, oh no, I'm not going to let that be my story. So you have to be steadfast in faith and you have to be prepared to fight. Mm -hmm. And fighting is not just physically. You have to fight mentally, spiritually, and physically. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm very, very, very proud to be able to be here to tell you guys this story because it's not going away. No, it's not. I kind of predict within the next 12 months, at least most of us will have had this virus. I just don't want to scare you guys. I think the media made it a little more creepy and scary than it is. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, those who already have compromised immune systems have passed away or have had to be hospitalized for extended period of time. That is unfortunate. Trust me, it's not something to take lightly. Mm -mm. Um, but I do think that if you really are prepared, which I'm telling you now to prepare, don't wait, prepare your immune system, prepare your spiritual stability, your mental stability, prepare that because it's going, I really believe it's going to get you through it. If not, um, I don't know. I can't say it won't. I can't say it won't because I know there are some that fought it or got rid of it and they're not really believers you know what i mean yep. so it, it we're just telling y'all our story that's our testimony we saw it through um it was crazy because at my job i was lit i'm literally the first person to contract it i'm the first report of covid at my job okay so that was crazy for yeah. When I was told that, I was like, it's cool. I asked him to use me. <laughs> it's like, it's so surreal. It's so surreal. And like, even after I got my two negatives, I will say for like a few days, I still was having symptoms. But it went away and I've still been taking those measures like I have it. I take my turmeric juice, my black seed, my, my supplements. Um, I have eliminated meat. I still kind of eat, you know, tuna. I might eat a little here and there, you know. But at the end of the day, like, my diet has improved. All because I've been hit with something that makes that's forcing me to do this. And it's like, something had to force us to eat healthy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still eat meat, I'm sorry, but not as much. Not as heavy. It's, you know, habit is stronger than reason. Mm -hmm. If you build that habit up, before you know it, that's what feels right. Mm -hmm. So, um... Yeah, that's our testimony, and if you guys have any questions, need to know specific details of the regimen, just hit us up, hit me up, hit April up, Cocktails with Kia up, anybody. We're open. We love you. That's the testimony for us. <laughs> anybody else that wants to share anything, you don't, have to, you don't have to say no names. You can just tell us what happened. Like, let us know if you're going through anything. Um, have been through something and you you saw it through and you want to be like a pillar of strength for someone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think you guys understand how important that is. Because um, everybody needs some type of support during this time, especially for this. So. Yeah. And our squad was monumental. Yes. If it wasn't for them, it wasn't for our family, I, yeah. I probably would be stressed out. Yeah, family members were dropping that. groceries like every day. It was just beautiful. Yeah. Like, oh my God. We had, I had coworkers hit me up like, I'm right now. You want me to drop something to your door? And I'm like, oh my God, I already have that. It was, it was, it was a blessing to say, I already have that help. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And I can't imagine people who are alone and going through this and people who are unaware and don't have access to what to do. 
And that's why I wanted to have this conver you know, conversation because, and also I have a testimonial video that we're gonna put on YouTube um, about it. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, it's really important. I can't imagine being alone and having gone through that. Like that's dark, that's dark, so. But yeah, I pray for those that are going through that right now. Yeah. But I can't call myself a queen yeah. and fold, so. Mm -hmm. No yeah. ma'am. No folding, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, whoop, whoop. all right, thanks. <laughs> great, that was great. Um, I just like to say thank you, thank you, ladies, for your transparency, as Sherry mentioned um, in the comments. Thank you for your transparency and thank for you. sharing because a lot of people, you know, are still in the dark about this uh virus and don't know what to do, don't they're just clueless about what's going on. Mm -hmm. and. It's important to share, especially for someone who's been through it and you were able to get through it yeah. um, with whatever, whatever you can share is just amazing because as Kia mentioned, the media, it, it is scary. Unfortunately, that's what they do. They make everything bigger than what, what it, it is. is. Not that COVID isn't big, it's big, but the way they just put it up there to scare you in your mm -hmm. face is ridiculous. Um, so I can't imagine the people who are alone or the people who are still in the dark and don't know what to do. Right. So um, every everyone's test and trial is different. Everyone's symptom is different. Some people have no symptom at all. Mm -hmm. So being able to get, go through it, get it, go through it, and being able to share how you went through it that's how most of our day-to-day -day trials go outside of COVID. Our day-to-day -day trials, everything that we go through, once we get through it and we can share with someone, it's a beautiful thing. That testimony is very important. There's also a special type of blessing in a testimony and sharing with someone how you did it and how you overcame. Because trust me, what we go through it might kill some people as we're seeing now it, it does kill some people but if we're able to share just a little bit of what we know and then the next person shares it with the next person the yeah. next person with the next person and it starts to spread who knows yeah so that's why everybody gotta be mindful about this thing because it's serious like people don't want to oh um I got my mask on or, oh, I ain't got no fever. Oh, I ain't got this. I don't got that. It don't mean nothing. That that don't mean nothing at all. Like, he can be sitting right here next to me and don't know he have it and he just give it to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how easy it is for you to catch it. So, I really, it, it kind of it irks me a little bit when people don't take it serious. And they be like, oh, eh, that's not, that's just a cold. It's just, eh. No, no. This is serious very serious like i don't know i don't even know i try not to get upset about it but yeah it's serious <laughs> i mean honestly it's just probably kind of one of those things where you know like y'all said people are asymptomatic they yeah. don't want to get tested there it's almost like having it's almost like waiting on a pregnancy test or like yeah think you might have an std or something but you you know you need to go get tested or you know that you should go get tested, but you're afraid of what that possibility might be, what that confirmation is, because maybe you might have been living a little reckless. But this is very different because you can literally be going about your day and you end up 
coughing or you end up yep. getting your family members sick yep. and you're asymptomatic yep. they go test they're positive they're damn near dying and here you are sitting around here chilling and you had no idea so i do agree with kia i think at some point we're all going to have it in some way shape or form just because of the contract record and the speed of which a lot of people are just contracting it um I don't know if these masks are helped. They're not helping 100% of the time. Um, I also believe that we're going to have some real like respiratory issues from wearing these masks for such a long, long period of time, time, especially if you're an essential worker, you have to wear it mm-hmm. for 8 to 12 hours and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm no doctor, but that's just my personal belief. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that people should have been doing anyway. We, we should have been taking supplements. Some of these things that we're taking now, elderberry and turmeric, we should have been doing that for a long time anyway. Um, for the life of me, I don't know why Clorox is, is sold out. Like were people not using Clorox wipes before? I mean, were y'all not bleaching your homes? I don't understand. I don't. Tissue paper. I really don't. Tissue is the first thing that's yeah, sold out. Yeah, paper, like, what? And I don't understand it. soap. It's like, what, 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 what were people having in their houses? I don't know. I mean, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm making really fun. But it just, you know, the mere fact that Clorox says they can't keep up with the demand um, for production purposes. And I'm just like. I've always helped. We've always kept Clorox wipes in our house. We've always kept bleach. There are certain things that we've always had. So it's just funny just to see how like frantic people are. People are buying, um, they're buying hand sanitizer, but not stocking up on hand soap. And I'm just like, y'all just not going to wash your hands. I never understood that. You're just not going to wash your hands? Like you're just going to hand sanitizer all day? Um, people were watching their hands. You know, I just spread dirt around. I have quite a few people who have contracted it. I have three people who died from it. Um, I know people who recovered and they recovered at home, taking their supplements and stuff like that. Yeah. I have a friend whose fiance is in the hospital now. Oh my god. Um, pretty much fighting for his life to try and recover. She recovered and. Thankfully, she's fine, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's in the hospital trying to come out. Um, and I, I don't believe that they have an idea as to how it generally affects you long term because yeah. we have not reached that point yet. I was reading something the other day that they said that if you contract COVID, you're going to be disqualified for life insurance because it's a precondition, con- pre-existing condition. Like I was easy. just like... You have to be kidding that me. Sounds what about like a this rumor. Team? That, that that can't be real. That can't would, be but, real. That's, that's gonna like be half everybody the world. that's ever had the flu. Yeah, that's that's like the half of the world. No, that's not. That's real. I mean, it's not far fetched though. Like, but people I, don't I, remember I, I don't, the flu killed people. Yeah. The flu kills people every day. And when I don't the, put it past them to do that. Like, but if oh, that's no, not that'll a be mandate. another reason for them not to have to insure people. It might be a conspiracy theory theory but it's legitimately something that i read a couple times in a few articles that it might be a possibility you know it's simple stuff like that um but if there's false positives you know i I have my i have my theory on this thing but thankfully you guys recovered and you guys are doing much 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 better don't we look Um, like it it was definitely (laughs) uh scary to say the least and then since that happened for you guys it's been like a snowfall of things that has transpired but god 
But God. <laughs> but God. But God is God is good in all things, and I think um, just like you said, Kiki, there is always a silver lining. There's always a reason why things happen. And um, I was telling somebody earlier today that like the stuff that we go through is not only for ourselves; it's testimony so that we can share it sure. with other people. Um, and we don't know how we may impact them in that way, but that's not our job. Our job is not to try and figure that out. I will. Um, go ahead. Go. You know, I was gonna say, you know, that's between them and the Lord. Um, and that's it. I'm ready for. I shared a meme yesterday that said, um, <laughs> I shared a meme yesterday. I think we, I think it was in a group chat. I think somebody might have put it in a group chat that, um, church service on Janu- January 1st, 2021. <laughs> oh yeah, you did share it. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Well, it's probably going to be virtual. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to be virtual. But I'm going to be hot. But virtual, but church, yeah. I'm that hollering. shout going to be different. That what? shout, what? That praise break. If you that live able to survive, this praise. Let me hear you I'm say amen. You. 2020, period. It's just crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> the year, the like, you think it's December. You think the year is already damn. I think that's what started it, you know. I think that's what started it. That was it for me. to go 
and sit down at a restaurant. Simple stuff like that. It's the option. It's, it's the option. It's the option taken away, and it's it's really the people who don't have. What it appears is that there's a vast array of people who don't have any care about the things that they're doing. So having these big, huge parties, having these big, huge pool parties or these big, large gatherings, okay, nobody's wearing their masks, simple stuff. Georgia opened up a school and they had to shut the damn thing down because, of course, the high schoolers, they weren't wearing wearing their masks. So then you have all these people who who contracted because... They weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. And those were high schoolers. So now you're going to send elementary schools and oh. elementary school children to school to do what? Yeah, that's They're exactly. going to be touching each other's face trying to they're figure out why you got to. They're going to be trading masks. You got Spider-Man and I got SpongeBob. So <laughs> let me get yours. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's just, it's. And that's just how it is. I mean, I think it's, 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 we're, it'll probably be 2022 before we get to some type of normalcy. And then we're going cashless. Like we're on our way to being a cashless society. So that's eliminating. It's like, it's like the elimination of the elders, like regarding how active they are. Population control. Yes. Yes population control like they're trying to control certain portions of the population if not the whole entire population but, but like especially another generation of boomers i feel yeah and it's like yes, people don't home. know how to cash out home, no. home, but they said they're, right. they're going to start to try to go cashless you got elders who don't know how to cash out you got elders who don't know how to do a, a transfer of money zelling or you know what I mean? They like, have to learn. You have you have, have older people who have to learn how to yeah. do <laughs> swipe a credit card. Okay, but some people don't even learn. have bank account. Hey. Some people just on the illegal side, Why and that's a, cash? But some people account. on the illegal side, they're probably not even supposed to be over here. But that's where prepaid cards come in. Zelling okay. cash. Okay. 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 There's always there's always a way around it, but they just have to adjust. Every everybody. More than even the homeless had to adjust to this thing, so yeah, we all had to make adjustments true. in order to live, try and be as safe as we can. Um, and if you feel the need that you have to go do something or you have to travel somewhere, do it, but be safe. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and tell nobody that who's been locked up in their house for three months that no you probably shouldn't take a flight southwest is out here giving out flights and, and spirit out here giving out flights for a dollar okay go do your thing so be safe at the, you know be safe at the same time um because at the end of the day we can't stop nobody from doing anything so they just have to make their choices and be as safe as possible especially if they have kids yeah but the flights are so low being that the they took a hit in the stock market. Because uh-huh. right now, you can buy stock in all the airlines for the dirt cheap. So if, if your stocks drop, then they can't sell a ticket. Like right now, people wondering why everybody going to Vegas. They're going to Vegas because a flight from Vegas, when I was in the military and I was stationed It's like in Nevada, $17. $10. It used to be $800 just to fly from Florida to Nevada. Woo! I used to have to make that flight whenever I had to come home. Woo! But the cheapest I ever got a flight from when I flew home was like $500. So yeah. now that stocks are so low and they they yeah. they market took a hit. Yeah. Now they're able to sell mm-hmm. tickets for like two hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, fifty dollars. So people biting on it. That's why if you just saw this yeah. last weekend, everybody named Mama. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I refuse to be a part of it. Down my timeline, everybody was 
was in Vegas. I thought, I, I, I honestly thought like, I honestly thought something was bumping in Vegas because I said, no. "What is going on in Vegas this Nothing. week or this weekend?" Why so many people? And it's just because the, t- the, the tickets were cheap. Yeah. There's right. there's nothing to do because really there's no clubs, there's no day parties, there's no nothing. That's what I'm. But I think it's just, it's like, just to be do? able to. It's literally just to be able to go somewhere, somewhere and get out of. You're still within the confinements of the U.S. Just in case you know they decide to shut down the borders again, you're not stuck. But true. you can still go and do something, walk up and down. You ain't gotta like get out of your environment. Well, that's therapeutic. A lot of people, like like Sunday for me, our little pool party thing was my whole weekend was so necessary because I have not gone anywhere aside from being with y'all for a podcast and you know going to no nos one time mm-hmm. in the last four months. That's all that I've done. <laughs> I've gone to work. My point. We recorded. I got a no nos one time, and that was it. Aww. So just Sunday, the whole weekend was so necessary. Like I feel like I got re, I got, I got refueled to chill because I am an omnivore. I have yeah. both traits of intro and extro. So my extro side has been suffering because I, I haven't gone anywhere. Um, and so it's simple, simple stuff like that. You don't realize how much you miss something literally until it's gone. Yeah. Or until you don't have the choice of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're forced to stay, stay behind home. And yeah. eat cupcakes. That part. <laughs> <laughs> eat the dang cupcakes. All the desserts. But yeah, <sighs> I, I totally agree. I t- Look, Shari told me I'm an omnivore. I was like, no, I'm an introvert. She's like, you are not Please. no damn introvert. Play. You are not no introvert. No, but so yeah, it's, I mean, I guess I'm both. I I. And that part was suffering. And like she said, my weekend was made too. Due to the caterpillar um, and the butterfly. Ended up in Naples on <laughs> Saturday because it was just fun. I love traveling. And the fact that like that has been taken away for so long, I, I just needed to get away. That's and beautiful. you know, it's true what they say. Your work ethic, like I have a great work ethic. But mm-hmm. when I don't get to get away from work mm. for a little bit. Driving nuts. It drives you nuts to the point where your work starts to suffer. You are not as productive. You are slow in production. You're not doing what you're supposed to do it. And and, and you're it's like you just keep you're you're all over the place. But the little drive to Naples yes. on Saturday, I feel like it did so much because it was just so peaceful and it was just so good to be in a different environment. It was still Florida, but it was just good to be in a different area, area. different environment. Yeah. And, and it just was- take all of that in. It yeah. wasn't regular Fort like we go to Fort Lauderdale Beach all the time, Miami Beach all the time. But the Naples Pier was We're just so different from my surroundings. <laughs> And guess what? I'm I'm doing a little better this week. The girls know I've been going through some things, but I'm doing a little better. I'm kind of distracting myself in my work, but yeah. I got so much done today. I still complain, but I got a lot done today. <laughs> I, I'd rather yeah, be yeah, on somebody's yeah. island, but I still I, feel like maybe. I accomplished a lot today versus last week where it, I was just, it felt like I was sinking yeah. in the work yeah. and becoming so overwhelmed that I didn't even know where to pick back up. I didn't even know. It's like little things I would do within five minutes was taking me an hour, and I didn't know why. That's that. So it's so it's so you, important. Balance. 
just take yourself away for a minute and find that balance find that reach recharge is Mm -hmm. the word you got to recharge yourself and get back into it if not it'll pile up so high that you just start sinking in it the swimming singing swimming drowning losing your mind can't sleep. Can't, can't eat. Can't, can't sleep. Can't, can't eat. Can't, can't pray. Can't sing. Can't do nothing. Yeah. You're so silly. <laughs> yeah. Can't do nothing, man. Sherry, <laughs> uh, don't look like that. Please. <laughs> oh. I'm mad about my Bali trip, dog. Like, you know, I was looking forward Bali to that dead. all year. Bali dead. Bali, Jamaica, yeah, New York. I'm scared. I mean, I want. I could probably still go to New York, but no, no that's like a hot, hot. Yeah, that's, the that's, don't mean it's yeah. there. that's like we can't uh, go nowhere. We can't go nowhere. U.S. They can't, they like uh uh-uh, uh U.S. Oh, U.S. citizen uh uh-uh, uh get away. Yes. <laughs> Blue passport is no good right now. Wow. <laughs> and they're reckless. The, the highest passport where you could just go dozens of places all over the world now they're like mm, we don't want child in our country no on a too reckless on a they too were... reckless <laughs> we are we kind of ratchet though i mean oh, it's so ghetto here it is what it is listen um, but it's it's we, we gonna have stories and i'm like yes. i started to and i i, I slowed down and i just totally stopped really but I was literally like, I am going to write a journal for Dylan for like everything that has happened since I was born. Cause I know it's not going to be the same in the history books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So everything that has happened wow. since 1987 to right now or keep going. <laughs> Are you going to keep going? But even for 2020, we could write up, we could write a chapter or two. At least that's a book. Yeah. No, ain't no chapter. It's a book. Or a book. <laughs> what was twenty twenty? Twenty twenty. So you have the made it. you have know. the book nineteen eighty seven from twenty twenty to twenty nineteen, and then the one book of twenty twenty, and then you have twenty twenty one. The year everything froze because literally nothing happened. Oh, it froze. That's it. The year of quarantine. That's like that's like a day after tomorrow or the um, yeah. the 2012 movie. I feel like the movies <laughs> have been telling us this. Whatever. What can, yeah. you, do? Oh, yeah. what can you do until it happens? I mean, they've been warning us, but you know, right? Um, they don't. Segwaying into so since you're saying that, like, do you guys? Okay, so about like aspiring, like aspirations and dreams, right? So I will I will go ahead and say just a segue. That I feel like being that I'm sitting my behind down, like I'm more focused. I don't know, maybe I got ADD or some shit like that. I don't know, but I'm now more focused on my goals, and I have the time and I have the energy. The energy is like a big part of my planning process, like in my focus and my focus process. Because I would, like, always go to happy hour. You know, there would be birthday parties. I mean, we have a very festive circle. <laughs> and it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault. It's on me. Just one dead individual. Everything is a thing. We get together to, if you sneeze. Oh, you, what you say, uh, Fwen? 
when we come back in September. Um, Alexis, her testimony book. Let me do I have Go ahead, girl. Okay. I have it right it, here, right next to me because yeah. So we're gonna fit. We're when gonna God prepared my table. Mm-hmm. Listen. We're reviewing that book, and we're going to have Alexis as a guest to speak about it. And then on our last episode, you guys saw that we discussed Dr. Carter, <laughs> Adrian, his book. Adrian. And I'm telling y'all, I haven't gotten through either book. That's Adrian. Get married and do everything except make it last. Listen, these two books are monumental. Um, We're going to review them. I love both of y'all. I haven't gotten through either book. I'm just going to be honest because <laughs> I'm halfway. My attention levels with everything that have transpired, and I'm pretty sure now that you know, you understand that. <laughs> because even, even in my um, recovery with COVID, it was just like my mind still had to kind of just, I just was more focused on getting better. And it's hard to kind of yeah. get comfortable into something that takes leisure and relaxation. When you're fighting something, like, I don't know, it's just like a lot, but I'm definitely, definitely next month is going to be a lot of promotion of a, of, of a lot of things. We're going to have a, the, uh, the black, um, owned business part two. Yes. We got to do that. I'm excited about that. You know, Adrian, um, Alexis, we got y'all. Trust me. September finna be lit. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, yeah, we, uh, I want to just segue back into accomplishing things, right? Um, focusing, focusing on things that you already kind of had on your list to do. And I feel like a couple of us need to say some things, Sherry. Um, but when COVID, when the pandemic happened, it's like it took your focus completely. Like, like you delved into it. I delved into it. Like my editor hits me up every day. I mean, my book is coming in like not even a month and we have other things like April's had, time to sit and focus on her photography that she's been wanting to do for years um she's taking her courses she's bought in, you know her My equipment well, yes it's a starter but yeah. it's gonna get better Don't but worry. i feel like it really has mm-hmm. been doing it's a silver lining behind all of this unfortunately it's like in a chaotic zone we're in but like we're able to focus and like hone in on things that it was taking maybe a while to do or grasp because we're only one person. Mm-hmm. You're only one person, and your attention is here and there. Da, 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 da. We work full time jobs. You know what I mean? Like, it it can be it can be tiresome. I ain't twenty one like I you. Listen, young spring chicken is no longer me. <laughs> we I, old man. We young old. Shay, we what young. in college we used to be able to do everything and pop up seven in the morning for for class. Like you speak that blasphemy on everybody, huh? What you mean, cuz? Keep that between you and Sherry, huh? What you mean, cuz? I'm about to be old, fam. What you mean, cuz? That ain't got nothing to do with me, fam. Cuz, you, you pop up at oh, 7 in the morning? Bro, I can get to the house at 4 in the morning. I'm still gonna be up 7.30 in the clock. Oh, baby, say he not old. Okay, my bad, though. You you don't follow me. He is our age. Old, he right? is our age. All right, that's my birthday is like, what? I'm in the day. He's is, still, he's I thought it was some college secrets or something. It's the 31st, right? My birthday in like 19 days, fam. I ain't old by a long shot. He still old if he take naps. So, oh. Well, I don't take naps. To this day, oh. I can't take a nap. Because you used to say you used to be tired. I can never. I could be dead tired. Right now, if I go to the house, I'm I can't not take go a nap either. I can't take a nap. I can't take naps either. I can't. Shia. <laughs> 
Listen. Like, when I say, I can't. Me and Naps don't get to, me and Naps don't. Uh, okay. Don't she got me beat. But I love Naps too. But this No, is April is an old woman. queen. <laughs> April, April sleep for. She the lady that slept world. for a thousand years. <laughs> that, what was the little children's story, bitch? Get out of here. Um, <laughs> but I've been able to focus. Anything you guys have been able to redirect your focus on? <laughs> Not so much, not so much redirecting my focus, but you know, my reinvent. Mom, yeah, sort of. My baby, my my baby business, um, is still there. It's still going. Um, but uh, I know Sherry just did her interview today, but we have been able to appear on other podcasts. Oh, I saw that. Good job. And Kiki is next. Um. We have we have been able to both appear on the Believe in Yourself podcast, and we're, we should have him as a guest um, eventually. Yes, I already told him that we would. So. Yes, so, so he's been shouting us mm-hmm. out. But um, it's by a friend, a childhood friend, Kevin. I can be, but he has the Believe in Yourself podcast that's sponsored by Your Vibe Radio. They're on, um, they're on Facebook. So he's interviewed my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he's interviewed me, and uh, today he interviewed Sherry. So it's been that's been great, like yeah. to kind of just spread the word about what we do, um, and to just it, it's really just about encouraging others as well, um, letting them know that no no start is too small, and no business is too small to pick up, and mm-hmm. also you know like like the podcast title says believe in yourself no matter what you're doing even if you're going at a slow pace it's still your pace and you're eventually going to get there um so during this time it's just been more about it's it's just been more encouraging for me that although things are going on there's still a blessing in it and i posted i think on my facebook as well um a couple weeks back where I, I mentioned that yeah. even though there's so much chaos around us and so much going on, if you don't find a blessing out of this 2020, then yeah. you probably weren't tuned in spiritually. Like- and you probably weren't, you weren't looking to begin with, let's be honest. Because even in the midst of chaos, God yeah. is there. No matter what you pray to, God, Allah, uh, whatever, <laughs> there's still a blessing in the midst of, you need to, first of all, find something to believe in. Um, but there's still a blessing in the midst of this chaotic world. And for some people, that's time. It's slowing down in order to speed up. I remember my mom having a sermon on that, and she titled it Slowing Down in Order to Speed Up. And I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. How do you slow down in order to speed up? But it really means you slow down so that you can observe what you need to do in order to speed up. You're not literally, you're not physically <laughs> slowing down. You're just, you're just trying to take in what's around you so that you can work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're all given during this time. It's time. It's time to, to look at our surrounding. It's time to observe our surrounding. It's time to pick up little things here and there. I have people who are starting, um, you know, podcasts. I have people I know who are starting YouTube channels. <laughs> Sherry, Farah, people who are getting into different things at, and they're it. tapping oh, into their full potential, mm-hmm. and they don't know that what they're tapping into 
is inspiring a lot of people. And hey, Sherry, that, what's the YouTube name, honestly, Sherry? Yeah, for real. What, what's Ooh. the YouTube name? I tried to find <laughs> it about three days ago, fam. I couldn't find it. Yeah, that's a little Oh, so... <laughs> okay, so I was this looking is for it. I tried so, to share it with somebody, during, but they roots were looking Wait, 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 wait. You heard wait. what he said? Hear, hear what Benny said. Hear yeah, what I was me. trying to share it with somebody, but they roots was looking bad, so I was trying to put it on the page, you know? I'm trying to get you out there. Come on. I'm trying Thank to help you, you be great. Thank you. Be great, Thank baby. You, cousin. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're so terrible. <laughs> um. She's flattered, though. She's flattered, though. Jesus. Okay, so like Tutu said, I have been wanting to do a YouTube channel, and I'm still learning. Um, and the funny thing is, like, I was talking on the podcast today that I was featured on um, the Believe in Yourself, and I psyched myself out for a long time because mm-hmm. I know the YouTubers that I follow and that I watch, and I'm like, man, my stuff is not going to look like theirs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they are, they, okay. it's just, just looks so nice, and it's mm-hmm. so crisp, and it's so this, and it's so that. Yeah. But I realized I following that for years and y'all stuff didn't always look like that y'all i mean y'all started some of y'all started off in your rooms mm, yeah, started yeah, off in basement started off in your bathroom start somewhere in the kitchen, and you know you're paying your bills off of being monetized by youtube now um and so i think that if anything one of the lessons that i learned is to really work on killing my self-doubt because i literally am my own worst enemy and i will talk myself into and out of everything the same thing I talked myself into, I would You're talk myself yeah. out of And yeah. then I have to talk myself back into it. I've done that before. <laughs> so, a lot. Um, yeah, no, that's me. Yeah. And it's 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 a mess. And it's just because it's like I don't like to feel arrogant and I don't like to feel like I am boastful. I I don't know. I just try to really kill that side of pride for me. So I just kind of go the humble road all the time. So like even, you know, people big me up for hair, for their hair growth and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, I mean, yeah, I did it. You know, I did a little something too. But it's just always like, you know, so I have a, I have, I have my own little hard time with bigging up my own self. So therefore that translates into other areas Mm -hmm. of being able to produce the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing posts and stuff that I make on Facebook, you know, I had a lot of people come to me the ending of last year. I'm like, you know, Shari, you should really do a podcast. You should really do one. I'm just like, like, do one about what? What the heck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have, I don't have nothing to say, but mm-hmm. I will say there's a lot of stuff that I started and there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that, um, there's quite a few things that I started and there's some things that I am working on still that is a result of the fact that I have more time to work on it. And I have also seen a difference in Dylan. Um, his behavior, his behavior is not as frantic. He's not as, um, attention driven. He's not because we're spending more time together. There's no hustle and bustle. Um, since March, he's been home. He's been home with me or with my mom. So, you know, it's not him going to school and being at school for being at school and camp and after school for 10 hours. You see me for an hour and a half, two hours in the evening, and then you have to go to bed. Oh. You know what I mean? That's a long time for them. But that's what it was because you got to work. Mm-hmm. Now I have to adjust and I've adjusted my schedule around him 
And although, of course, you know, COVID, I've taken a little hit on the income side from the actual shop, but I haven't lacked for anything and I haven't wanted for anything either. Um, I really like God has really provided in more ways than one. And I have some bomb behind clients. My clients are loyal. They was asking me, when are you starting back? When are you going back? Like, you know, are you taking clients? Are you doing this? And because of the fact that I was always a person to do one by one, pretty much appointment-based times anyway, um, they appreciated that. And they already know I'm clean. I ain't got time to be, you know, dirty and nasty and all that kind of stuff. And they know that I'm first going to put myself first before I put y'all, like, before I put y'all safety above my own because I have a child that I have to come back to. So everything is going to be cleaned. Um, but it, it's definitely been, I've been able to sit down and rest because Ooh. I didn't realize how much I was hustling and bustling and doing everything between the nonprofit and cocktails with Kia and doing the stuff that, oh, you know, doing the stuff that we have to do for that. Yeah. Doing the stuff I have to do for my podcast, then starting the YouTube channel, which is Miss, Miss Sherry L., M I S S S H A R I E L L E. That's how you me. So you on YouTube. No spaces. Ain't no spaces. write that in the comments. Yeah, I'm gonna write it in the comments. Um, and that's my same Instagram tag. But you know, it's it's just really finding the time. And I'm queen of procrastination, so I really had to make the time to do all of the stuff that I that I've had to do, um, including now. Bible study on Monday nights with Hello. our group. Like, with <laughs> he sleep though. He sleep. He sleep. You know, though. and yeah, making that time. I'm, I'm, you know, church service on Sunday and Bible study on, you know, their Bible study on Wednesdays. It's just prioritizing, you know, if you're dating anybody new that you're dating, you have to make the time for them as well. Um, or you guys make the time for each other as well. <laughs> But it is definitely something where you prioritize and you kind of just figure out the things that you need to do um, and you budget the hell out of yourself because God knows. Yes. I've had to budget. Okay. I uh, I agree. (laughs) um, Any good positive changes for anyone else regarding the pandemic? It's Every Benny, you don't you have something um being cultivated at the, ring right under your name? Um, it's not really under my name, but it's just more so um kind of something that I've always went by. Just in growing up and the way my dad and my Ooh, uh, my dad raised me and my brothers. Um it's just you know, you always wanna be a gentleman and and everything that you do. Mm. Um, I tell people like, a real gentleman. again, you don't, when it comes to a man, you don't treat every woman like you would treat your wife. I never understood what my dad meant by that. Okay. Um, because the same way, like you ever heard the saying, like a woman knows by the end of the night who she going to sleep with Ooh. just by the sight of that man. Like a man know at the end of the day, like who he's going to settle down with and who he going to marry. But how long does that take? Are we sure it about that? Long. It like, don't it doesn't take long. take long, but it's just, it goes, it I've goes heard into, that quite a few times. It goes into, like, one, how a woman carries herself. Okay. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, like, everybody, a lot of people put on this facade. Oh. 
You get what I'm saying? A lot of people hide behind certain things. You got certain people who hide behind materialistic things. You got people who hide behind, you know, makeup, shoes, clothes, cars. It is what it is. But mm -hmm. one thing, like, I always tell people, like, I'm cut from a cloth they don't make no more. Mm -hmm. So, like, the brand that I want to start is something that I've lived by, I want to say, since I got out of the military. And it's just, you know, it's called Xavier the Gentleman. Yes! Oh, sorry. Um... And just in being that, it's just simply because, like, most people look at me and most people think, like, oh, I'm a carefree and heartless individual. Like, my cousin will tell you, like, there's a lot of things I don't care about. It's a lot of things I ain't going to put up with. You know what I mean? But I always tell people, like, I had a young lady tell me, she was like, Benny, I bet you don't know how to be in a relationship. No. And I'm like, how would you know? Yes, sir. You get what I'm saying? Because if you're not the individual and putting the time into it, then it you'll never know. Because, like, that's the side of Benny. You don't show every person. You don't show every woman. You don't show every individual. Yes, cousin. So, um, that's something that Just I'm kind of working on right now. And uh, then I got me and a, a few brothers that I met when I was traveling mm -hmm. um, within the U.S. Uh, we got another brand that we want to come up with. Um, and it's just kind of, it falls into the realm of what we got going on now within the world. Uh-huh. Where it's just, you look at the number of black men and women killed, you know, the police brutality and things like that. But it's just a... It's like a kingdom, you know, and it's just coming together. And it's just, it was, and originally it was eight group of guys, you know what I mean? And we looked at it, we looked at it as just being like a kingdom of gentlemen, you know what I mean? Like, you uh -huh. set the standards and we live by certain standards. Yeah. Like, if you my brother, I can't let you fall. If it's certain things that I don't stand for, I don't expect you to let me do those things that I want to let uh -huh. you do. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people don't peep that. And that's why I tell people, like, my circle just is about as small as a period. Like, really is. Like, I don't have too many friends. Damn, that's small. You get what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> like I stay to myself. <laughs> like, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for popping up on the podcast, Go ahead. It's, a, it's a lot of people right now that don't know I'm home. Like, it's a lot of people that still think I travel and I'm on the road. Uh, a lot of people don't know I'm home. How long have you been home? They don't know now. I've been home You're since September. The time. And he been home since September, y'all. Since it? September. Oh, it's about to be a year. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm the type of individual, and I always tell Kia, like, I hate to set myself up for failure. Mm -hmm. Like, but in the end, at the end of the day, like, I know that's what holds me back from a lot of things. Because if I feel like I'm going to fail, then I'm going to just say, fuck it. Aww. And I won't do it. Okay. But Benny. And, but failure is a part of the process. It is. It failure is a part of your story. A lot of that has come from previous hurt. Yeah. Previous situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... The younger me, I want to say, what, 19, 20, you know what I mean? Going through situations that I go through to up until now, it's just like, all right, like, I, I, I refuse to set myself up for failure. Like, I done been in situations talking to people. If I feel like you're going to play me, I won't talk to you no more. And it's not for me to cut oh. people off. It's not for me to go on about my I business. Kind of right <laughs> so, it is what it is. Can that be genetic? Because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some people fight different ways. That's just how we do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but honest, okay. So Xavier, okay. Xavier is his middle name. So Xavier the gentleman is going to be, what is it? Apparel? It's everything from sweaters, shirts, hats. Okay. Apparel. Um, nice. Flip flops. All right. Um, but. 
men and women. Transition off, yeah, men, women, unisex. Um, okay, kids. You know what I mean. Oh, I, I want to, but then I want it to have a double meaning. I don't want it to just be what I call myself. Um, so I just have to find what those three letters would break down to to mean something also on the unisex side of things. Ah, you get what I'm saying? So. Okay. I would just have to figure it out. I haven't figured that side of it out yet because, like I say, for me, Xavier the Gentleman, that's my brand. And, yeah, like, I'll put it on a, apparel and shoes and stuff like that. Yeah. But then to have a double <laughs> meaning, it'll hit different to people. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. Marketing is big. And that's one thing I did learn. Like, marketing is a really huge part of, you know, having an audience and letting people know that you are about to come out with something or that you you do have something to sell. You do have something to share. It's not all about selling and making money. Uh-huh. You have something to share that you believe in, that you have a passion for, and you want to share that. And, you know, a lot of times our spark will spark someone else. And there's a lot of people, you know, we even said it here, like I didn't really want to, you know, I'm, I wanna be, I'm, a, I'm more of a humble person. I didn't really want to come out or I just don't, I'm so used to falling back on something if I don't think it's going to really survive. I don't even start it, but we have to like push through that. And I think that time sitting down and having like reserved and recharged energy during this pandemic has allowed us to like push through those fears and doubts because at the end of the day, you have to just face it. Like you can't run Uh and be distracted. You can't run from something and be like, I'm going to happy hour. I'm going to the club. I'm going to a trip that lasts for five days. I'm going to a birthday party where I have to go shopping for it. I have to take time to get ready for it. I have to, like, those things are energy consuming. And it's like, we don't have that right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, honestly, it has given us time to sit and be like, I don't want to do this. Be like, you know what? I ain't got nothing else to do. So I might as well just go ahead and just face my. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I want to read this book. You know what? What else I'm gonna do? I'm gonna read this. Book. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's it, and, and I've seen people become chefs overnight. Like they're cooking food. They're doing things they never done. It's, well, it's a really they were cooking before. Not a, no. Well, some people I haven't. Well, maybe they never gave. Maybe they never had the time to post it. But there are some people I'm seeing. Okay. There are some people that I've been following for a couple of years. Now they're just like, oh, this is a new interest of mine. And their food looks good. And I'm just like, this is a beautiful, like, this is like a chaotic yet beautiful time. So what you're saying is huh? they're getting outside of their <laughs> comfort zone. Their comfort zone. <laughs> it's forcing outside of getting frozen meals into cooking actual meals. Or maybe they were buying the food out. Tutu! Maybe they were so used to restaurants and, you know, there's a lot of restaurant action. You know, they had to go or something. I mean, I got so shady. Because you've been a chef since you were, we know that. Yay hot. In the womb. Yeah. In the womb. In the womb. So we 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 know we know we know you've been, been lush. You know, I mean, to be honest, I know my baby. My baby is being shady. I love her for it. Okay. <laughs> yes, like I said, 
Going back to yeah, <laughs> going back to circling back around to what I was saying about you know fighting off the virus. We supposed to already been doing this, being healthy, praying, <laughs> having spiritual stability, you know, oh, physical oh. health, and and you know, and all of that. Yeah, I guess tutu. I guess what tutu is saying. We supposed to already been cooking. <laughs> Less. You must have already been on your pizza. At least on the basics. Oh. But see, that, 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 that plays off of the, the parents. You can't expect what everybody to be. It, it plays off of y'all. Just culinarily sound. You know, just. Culinarily sound? Yeah, you know, because you, know, you got in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Don't mean what you It doing may in the not kitchen. have come out. You know? <laughs> you can, wait, I don't know. Because, you know, I. I, I know how to cook for myself. I know what tastes good to me. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I don't do. cook for people. But like I tell people, I've been cooking since I was eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. Auntie now, I've had people who tell me like, oh, you know how to cook. Your food tastes good. No, I know how to cook for Benny. Yes. If you got diabetes, if you got uh, your glucose level, get a lot of fat, don't eat my food because I don't care. I'm not letting up on the salt, none of that because I'm cooking for me. I know how I like my food, fam. So if you gonna eat what Benny cooked, then add your pills. Yeah, you might want to be ready. Hey, have, hey, hashtag, hashtag, have your pills. You better pop them like Skittles, man. Cause like again, and I tell people like I cook for me and I cook for my taste buds. So you wait. So you not vegan friendly? What? <laughs> v, v, what is that? What is? Blessed assurance. What is vegan friendly? Uh, All right, so <laughs> I, see, I don't believe in that madness. But that's oh, madness. That's not madness. How? It's healthy. No, what makes it healthy? You got to explain that to me. See, now we got you got to explain that to me. What makes it first healthy? of all having an alkaline diet? You help to realign your body with its natural defense mechanisms. Like you want to know why they tell you it's healthy? And I'm gonna be so honest with you. Oh my god! The only reason why they say it's healthy is simply because. The animals that we buy from the supermarket are filled with antibiotics because they come from industrial farms. Okay. But if of you course. go to somebody okay. whose farm, okay. free range and all that, okay. that's healthy. You can eat that and live long life. Okay. The only reason why they tell you being a vegetarian, be this, that, and the third, don't get yeah. me wrong. If you do that, you do that. But at the end of the day, I'm finna fry me some chicken. I'm finna, I'm finna eat this pig. I'm finna, I'm finna eat me some lamb. Why? Because at the end of the day, that's what I like. All in moderation. You can do everything in moderation. Moder- is it in moderation? I mean, what he's saying is absolutely true. Like, yeah. when you go in other countries, they don't have, they're not, they're like, you know, Name so I go back Chinese home person. to Jamaica, my uncle has his own pig. Yeah. Okay. Name he one. cut that pig up, he right. feed that pig what he, that pig is eating what he knows. He exactly. knows. What that pig is eating, the cows and the goats and stuff that they have, yeah. you know, goats running up and down the street, they know what they're feeding those <laughs> animals you know, for them the to be butchered. Like when I lived in Gainesville, <laughs> and good. some of my caregivers <laughs> had cows on their, you know, cows on their on their Bad. property and stuff Bad. like that, they know what they're feeding Bad. those animals. So, so for them, it's a lot healthier because they're the ones that are feeding. The animals, they're oh, the ones yeah. that are taking it to go get butchered. Yeah. They butcher that cow, and that one cow serves them for, like, the year. They yeah. don't have to buy meat again. Yeah. They don't have to buy any kind Super of beef again because it's like 800 pounds of cow. Yep. 
And then you gotta think you about know what it. I mean? you gotta think So about what he's too. saying is absolutely right. Part of it is, you know, because of what they're putting in all of the food. That's why you have regular carrots and you have organic carrots. You have regular bananas and you have yeah. organic bananas. Bananas yeah. are supposed to have seeds in them. Yeah. Not the ones here. You go yeah. out the country and you see all different types of other stuff. And it is true. You know, part of the reason why some of our kids hit puberty earlier is because of the hormones that are being put into baby 12 into she's the food. Absolutely. Wait, wait. You got, Trust me, you got it wasn't like that in Nigeria. It was not the same. It was not like that in Nigeria. The one of the restaurants we went to, we saw the restaurant owner in the in the body of water right next to the restaurant catching fish. catching fishing. Go to that restaurant. Fish. Yeah, yeah. That's what yes. it she doesn't have It's that she was coming to cook you, for her restaurant. That's how it is. But America is we we have yeah, a lot of. You know, pesticides. We have a lot of chemical injections, preservatives, all kind of bad stuff in our food, and it's forced us to like. No one wants to keep seeing people die and 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 have like irreversible health illnesses. So they force themselves to like completely wipe out most of the stuff that has those injections in them in America, which is a lot of the meat, a lot of the dairy, a lot. You know, they don't have that natural stuff like international locations have so it's just we kind of have but that's also because you We're like when you go it. to other countries yeah. you hear about like just simple stuff you hear about what's being served for lunch in other countries for the kids yeah totally different than what's being served yeah. in america yeah. they're yeah. actually getting food not mcdonald's like cooked, not cooked food i'm talking about what the schools are like actually providing yeah. for lunch for those children they're getting salads good looking ones too they're getting all this kind of stuff like stop, when i went to paris even mcdonald's tasted different kfc in jamaica tastes different you remember, because you remember they have to mexican adjust people? they have to make the food for the people that are there it's not pumped with the stuff that that america pumps their stuff with here and that's why sometimes when people Don't travel from america and they go to these other countries they don't like the taste of the food there because the food is actually natural i don't think it's a person in here that'll tell you they ain't like the school lunch mexican pizza fam it looked like a stop sign it. it was fine <laughs> that bit was good you know what i, I always tell people like this right for one, when people don't know the history of certain things, then they just get so lost. Like, a lot of people don't understand the reason why you can't go to a farm and buy food is simply because of the USD reg- USDA regulations. Yeah, it is. The USDA they, regulations. They make, it, they make it that way. Yeah, but the, the sad part about it, the USDA regulations, when the, USDS, when the USDA was formed, it was solely so that farmers weren't getting gypped out of their profit when they sold to supermarkets. That was the initial purpose of the USDA. But when the USDA and the government found out how much money agriculture made, that's when they started to buy up farms. That's when you started to see industrial farming. Because they realized when it came to agriculture, that was a billion-dollar industry. So now 
it's illegal for you to buy from a farm. Like, my grandfather had a farm. We used to go. My daddy used to take us out there. We picked peppers, string beans, <laughs> all that. He had his pigs, his goats, and whenever we went, he would always tell us, don't name the animals. Yeah. Never understood it until that pig showed up on the pit in the backyard. And don't get attached, yeah. Don't, don't get attached to the animal. But now it's to the point where if you go buy milk or if you go buy meat, if they catch you, they're going to make you pour the milk out right then and there in front of them. And yeah. they're going to confiscate your meat. You can't do it. It's illegal. You can't even well, cross do, state lines to do buy Do the Nigerians know that? Because we, we still fam, go Y'all good at sneaking, fam. <laughs> y'all, y'all, got, y'all good at what y'all do, fam, because I love it. In Philly, I stayed in the little African section in Philly, fam. They, that yeah. red rice, what it's called? Uh, what's the red Jola, rice called? Jola, Jola fries. Jola. Oh, look. Oh, yes. Tutu is that that joint. Oh, I got you one day. Give me that. Oh, go ahead, cut. Tutu's face. Look at her face. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I mean in Miami, we still go and buy our cows. No, Tutu's yeah. That's how. And it's you know for special occasions Mm -hmm. only. Yeah. Like for weddings and stuff, my mom already got the down payment on a cow. Yep, chop oh, them up. See, but that's, that's why I tell you, like growing up, we didn't have to worry and about it. And you gotta split the call between families. That's yeah. how that goes. Listen, every holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, whatever pig my grandfather had, he brought it to the house. He split them down the middle, gutted them. You go yeah. in the backyard. That's what he got on the pit. Wow. Like he that's had his cool. own livestock. He had his own. So we didn't have to worry about like going to the supermarket to buy like greens and cabbage and. None of that stuff, because he had a farm. Grew it. Yeah. They had it. And even, like, a lot of people oh, now, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. starting to, they're starting to, to grow their own produce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kristen, you, you know, Kristen has her own little garden with her peppers and I her all different kind of stuff that she started to grow and all, all of that. You know how much money you save off of that? Yeah. If you plant you a tomato tree or you plant yeah. you... A cilantro or cilantro or green scallion onion or bush or I love it. or or something oh like that. God. And I then my house. when you have your harvest, you're house. good because you know what you put I in. You know there. what you put in. Yeah. The funny thing about it, if you add up the cost for you to buy chicken for a month, yeah, it's cheaper for you to just go buy a chicken. Yeah, that's crazy, so, right? So you might as well that's just how go buy you a does, couple chickens. That's how they make the go money. Go buy you a pig. That's true. And then when it's time, you take them to the butcher. So butcher in Miami, you're going to butcher it for you, break them down, give you meat. You got meat yeah. for yeah. months. Okay. For a long time. And it's and yours and it's clean. I'm telling you, the Nigerians, they, they still go to the farm down in my, down South Miami. They get that the boy. cows, the whatever. And what we do is once, once they butcher it, cut it, split it between the families, we freeze it. It's good. It's good for a, a while, a long time. It's frozen. It's good. <laughs> no, I agree. Get to a deep freezer and you're good. Listen, my deep freezer is overflowing. Hey, we also got the peppers That's in there. Beautiful. You know, That's blend the peppers. It's a lot of our stews and stuff yeah. are pepper-based. So we yeah. blend it, blend. store it, and you're yeah. good. Got it. You know, it's really just, you know, honestly, like what we're, I mean, I know we segue into discussing, like, proper food care and stuff like that from people becoming chefs overnight but it's just more so like just honing in on harnessing a certain skill that you never really cared for you never had the time for 
I think mm-hmm. that that's one of the beauties of this chaotic time where we have to sit still and we have to think about the things we really do like, but we never really delved into. Who doesn't like eating? We like to eat, Vegetarians. you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, overall, I think that this has cultivated, you know, there's people that have come out with, okay, I can do, you know, I can be a little personal chef, get my little certificate. This is, you know, going, doing e-courses are a little lesser. It's, it's less expensive now because of COVID and the pandemic. There was even free e-courses being given out, which I was like, that was beautiful. Like, this is crazy right now. Um, and then there's also... You can get a culinary certificate online? No, not online. I was saying for less expensive oh, like, tuition costs. <laughs> I was about to say. And then I was like, there's also free e-courses for other stuff. But I was just saying, like, what the pandemic was bringing I into. I thought people was out here getting culinary No, tuition online. is, like, coming down because of pandemic. Tuition no. about to go up with all these fraud cases of people getting millions of dollars and buying Lamborghinis with this pandemic money. Yeah. All right, anyway, so. People better stop this. <laughs> they just caught another dude. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just okay. (laughs) Anyways, um, any other? Because what we're gonna do is the politics is going to be tomorrow, guys. I was communicating with some people who are very passionate about it, and they um became a little tired. (laughs) So what we're gonna do is discuss the politics session tomorrow, which I think is very important because we do have the local elections here, at least in South Florida. The local elections is next week. So I can't speak for all other locations. It to me personally, and you'll hear about it tomorrow from me. I think that's more important. I'm just, I'm just. It is. Mm-hmm. It starts within your own community. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, it should be important to everybody, yeah. not just everybody. everybody. I'm so happy you guys like listen to my testimony because this was not. I mean, I okay. So I, I will tell you at first, me and twin. Well, April. The only reason we she was more weary about it is because she did not want family members worried. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I told her it's going to be more helpful than harmful for other people beyond the fam- the anxiety dri- driven family members to know True. that we survived it and to tell them what we did. True. So I the only I, reason why I say that because I said a certain thing to a family member versus what it really was. So that's the only reason. Well, that's the reason why, because you did not want them to be worried. Right. And you, you know, and I get that. It's like, but health is important too. Like them being stressed out. Right. And no matter how much you be like, Hey, I'm okay. No, Mm -mm. (laughs) they'll still be like stressed about it. So you just know Uh people, Mm -hmm. you just know your friends, you know, your family members, you know, people. And it's like, okay, and I didn't say anything. Only like the ones that needed to be tested knew. That was it. And of course my parents. But other than that, like, yeah, yeah no. Because it was, people do, people have done a lot of stressing and um, they have given a lot of anxiety out. Like I've seen people with posts. People who, like my dude, like I, I babes. It's, 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 okay. Because people, people care for you. So I understand that. But, you know, there's things that people will say and do that will bring your anxiety to another level because they care for you and it's fine. It's understood. 
But you have to tailor, okay, let me wait until things are kind of like flowing good and then I'll let people know, certain people know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he was very helpful. I will have to shout him out. Like he was very helpful. He brought me ingredients and, and recipes and, and food. <laughs> And, you know, he checked in and, and I know that he felt like his hands were tied because there's nothing he can actually do to get rid of the virus. Right. I know in relationships that can be kind of like a trial in a way, like just be steadfast. And (laughs) (laughs) with that being said, so (laughs) he don't want want better out of virus. So he going to take that for you if he like it. But he, it's like what it can. is. It's like okay. What can you, but don't get me wrong. But what can you? Do? It, it's you, like a parent can't do anything. Having a sick child no. and you cannot help them. Yeah. Yes. That's just like if she if if she yeah. see Dylan sick, it's gonna hurt her because she don't want her baby to be sick. So to her, she yeah. take that from him if that means he gonna feel better. Yeah. To him, he know he can't do nothing for you. Yeah. That and to him, it's like okay. I, you know what I mean? If he really, if he rocking with you like that, I'll take that for you, babe, if I could. But yeah, that made him the best sick. I can do is, you know what I mean? I can stand behind you and, and support that wall. Make sure it don't crumble. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he was sick about that. Like, and he showed it in really odd ways, but that's my baby, so. That's men. That's men. <laughs> that made him sick. One time but, for 20 the only good thing that came out of Twitch. Other things, obviously, that we said. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead, Shane. Okay. So, well, you guys and all that kind of stuff. So, I won't go deep into that. But what I will say, I won't tell the story for you, but what I will say is that I think 2020 has definitely... Is she got tears for real? <laughs> she want to say, say more, but, you know. Uh, but, you know, I really think that 2020, like we were talking about earlier, stepping out of our comfort zone. <laughs> Kia. Um, oh, you did that, fam? We had to... We had to, there was a lot of things that we would not usually do under other, under other circumstances. And although you and Bay met prior to COVID, it was still something that you had to step out of your comfort zone and do, especially the first few days of you guys, you know, meeting and all that kind of stuff. Right so,
and it's just a blessing but had had she stayed within her comfort zone she would not have allowed herself to encounter that individual in the manner that it did shout out to me and tutu for you know kind of forcing that to happen um good job y'all know how this person is right i wanted to y'all know how she is right run you guys are my angels seriously like you guys are definitely had to literally force her to sit down i'm glad y'all did push her into they were eyes for me when i was like y'all because that's hard doing when you just all right here like yeah. But it's a beautiful thing, and it's just, but but in reality, though, that new energy, that though, like... fear goes along with what we were saying earlier about it, not necessarily self doubt, but just trying something different, being pushed out of your comfort zone, yeah, um, doing something that you've never done before, or talking to people you wouldn't usually talk to, yeah. networking, yeah, um, doing yeah. all of networking those things. Is beautiful, yes, beautiful yes. this year, like. It I, was. I stepped out of my comfort zone because I have a hard time talking to people. People think I'm really, really social, yeah. but I really do have a hard time. Yes, like, what is your definition? What's your definition of a hard Please, time? Tell it. No, I no. Okay, so like networking wise, <laughs> I have a hard time with that initial, like that initial introduction. After I do that, I'm okay. But the high, I'm. So and so of blah 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 blah. I do this, this, and that. Yeah. That part gives me anxiety. Oh, After the networking, like that, about what you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like if it's just a social event, like how the spelling bee was, that's nothing. Talk to people all day. Um, but it's still, it was still good to go out and go meet people. And then I met people that I've connected with on Facebook. Yeah. I know the people before that. I never met them before. Yeah. But because I created a social media relationship or cyber friendship yeah i was able to physically meet them and they were just excited to meet me too so it was just the little stuff yeah. like that for 2020 and i'm like you know that's pretty dope yeah. i think we all can walk away and say like even though it's only been eight months but we've had our ups and we've had our downs mm-hmm. but i also believe that because of the type of personalities that we've had that we have yeah. and the faith that we have yeah we faith. choose to we choose to see things in a more optimistic light than seeing yeah. it, you know, seeing like, the glass. Yeah, like if you if you don't pull out a blessing out of 2020, despite the chaos going on, then you your spiritual eye is not mm-hmm. open. You're not looking for yeah. one. I feel like you have to gain something what like mm-hmm. let you have to gain a lesson or something out of this year no yeah. one can survive this long yeah. and be oh. like well mm, 2020 has just been crap no you still have to pull something out of this year it's very important yes. open your spiritual eyes people listen that's it well, James shades, huh? but not everybody not everybody it's spiritual, so I mean yeah. I can't still. Well, everybody believes in something. Like you gotta believe they, in something. They, even, some people just believe in themselves, and even that, you still. I mean, I you know, me and me and God, we got our you know, we have our thing. And I will always you know, we're we're here. We're all believers, and we all believe in God and Jesus Christ and everything like that. So our faith is really the foundation of 
the things that we do and when we feel weak we have people to pray for us to bring us and to to strengthen us mind body and soul and everything like that um but they everybody believes in something and you need to draw the energy and the positivity from that thing hopefully absolutely i agree any uh, okay, so I did already announce that um, the politics is going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. All right, guys, this was definitely a great segment. Very informative. Um, creating awareness. Um, it's okay. I feel like only me and April shared a testimony, but it's cool. Um, that was very monumental and big for us, anyway. And maybe in later down in the future, you guys share some kind of testimony that will help others. And, and, um, <laughs> that's fine because I'm bringing it up again. But thank you guys so much for tonight. It's late. Um, we got this out tomorrow. Tune in, and we're going to talk about voting, local elections, primary election. Does your vote count or not? I know Benny thinks it doesn't. So that's why it's a very controversial topic. That's why we couldn't get it all in tonight. <laughs> So thank you so much, and this is um, episode 17, segment one, and this was very informative and great, guys. Bless you guys. Have a good night.